This is the Married to a Startup podcast. Each episode, we invite an entrepreneur and their spouse to share the realities of raising a family while building a business. Each couple has a unique story to tell about leveraging each other's strengths to build awesome things. Join us as we learn from their experiences. So that was one of the, the things that I was nervous about was sort of getting cabin fever. And that has been a little bit of, this, of a struggle. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go to the mailbox <laughs> again. <laughs> On this episode, the transition from filling a supporting role to playing the part of official business partner. I have so many questions as as you're sharing your story, and and I'm going to start asking them. It's going to seem unrelated, but at one point it was related. Um, so the pace at Qualtrics for me, I'll just project that onto you. Sure. It was a pretty fast paced environment yeah. and lifestyle and you got to get things done and quarter end comes and you got to make things happen. Um, I don't know what life is like with Lulu. Uh, would you say faster pace, slower pace? And were you worried at all about that transition from one environment to another? Good question. So I think there were things that I was, I was definitely worried about leaving, even though I wanted to do it. And I was probably the main driving force behind that. Um, I was nervous about working from home because Lulu runs in our basement right now. We finished our basement and that's where, where we do it. And I'm someone who loves to like get out and go. So the travel for Qualtrics, while it was hard to be away from my family, that was really like rejuvenating for me to to jump on a plane and head to San Francisco for a couple of days. The and I also am a very very social person. So at Qualtrics, I was surrounded by my best friends in the world, guys that I'd become so close with, and now I'm just downstairs with a bunch of girls, which is great, <laughs> but very different. No one wants to talk to me about NFL, right? Uh, so that was one of the, the things that I was nervous about was sort of getting cabin fever. And that has been a little bit of, this, of a struggle. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to go to the mailbox <laughs> again <laughs> today. And I'm always like, Jeff, we don't need you to do that. Like, there's so many other things. But he's like, I'm going to go to the mailbox. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the, the hard thing, one of the difficult things about running our own business, so at like at Qualtrics and especially in the sales world, you're very measured. You're very, this is your target. You need to hit that target every day, every month, every quarter, every year. And so it's very measured at running your own business. There's no, there's no bar that you have, you measure mm -hmm. yourself against. Right. Karen, I have, I've commented on this so much. Sometimes, you know, we have these companies that are like our role model companies that we look up to so much and just think they have it all figured out. And if we could someday be like them, but then we'll talk to someone else who's smaller than us and, and we find out we're that for them. And mm -hmm. we're like, but wait, we're not cool at all. <laughs> and so it's, I'm probably not as good at setting my own bar of, yeah, I'm just happy with progress. And, and we've had that. Karen's very good at setting a bar that's yeah, always I'm, a little bit higher than where I, I am. <laughs> so. I, I was laughing when you asked this question because I think I am Jeff's pacemaker with Lulu, 100%. Like, I'm like, okay, you're here full time. Great. That means I can use all 40 hours of you. <laughs> you know? So funny little things like I feel bad because I, and I did warn him. I'm like, you're going to be working with all these girls and you're going to be in our basement. And I tried to like thoroughly warn and like make it not 
attractive at all. <laughs> but once he was here and he agreed, I was like, all right, let's go. And so, like, there's no, like, one-hour lunch dates anymore, you know, like, with your buddies. I'm like, lunch is, like, run up and grab a PB&J and then come back down we and eat, eat it while you're still on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was just like, what, Karen? Like, this is not healthy. Like, I should be able to get out and I should – I'm just such a workhorse and I think – um a lot of moms are because when you are away from your kids for that period of time, it is heads down, right? So totally, you've trained yourself that, okay, I have a sitter for three hours, so I am going to get six hours worth done in three hours, right? Whereas Jeff, he gets a ton of work done all the time, whether it's at Qualtrics or Lulu, but he has a six to eight hour work day, right? To get that all done. So like, yeah, is there time to, like, go out to eat for an hour? Yeah. It, you know, but at Lulu, right. I'm just so trained, like, oh, my gosh, maximize. And we don't have any full-time employees. We have part-time. So when mm -hmm. everyone's here, it's, like, heads down. The and intensity so that you funny. can put into a three-hour day is hard to match when you're working an eight-hour day. Yes, yes. And I've had to learn that, too, because now Jeff's here eight hours a day. So I have to, like, slow down and be like, okay, yes. Yes, we can do that. We can <laughs> pace ourselves. Yeah, we can pace. So that's funny because I am definitely Jeff's pacer. And I have so many ideas for Lulu, so many mm -hmm. tasks to get done, so many things that have been pent up because I haven't been able to do it. So now that he's here full time, I just kind of throw up on him sometimes. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. Okay, that'll take me a week, but I'll start right now. <laughs> Written lists are very good for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that was something else we wanted to chat about. Uh for Doug and I, again, I'll just tell you what, where I'm coming from, and then yeah. you can tell us kind of where you're at. Uh, Doug and I are both really strong personalities. We really like to take charge, both of us, and it's not super often that we're taking charge in the same direction. <laughs> so, um, so as we work together, we definitely have things that work really well together and ways that we can balance each other, and then ways where it's like, okay, we need to learn how to work together in this regard because you're going that way and I'm going this way and our targets over here, we're like, we're not going to get there if we're doing what we're doing. So as you started to work together, it sounds like, Karen, I'm not surprised that your company grew like it did with you working part time. Like your personality just makes it all make sense to me <laughs> that you grew a company from home like you have. Um, as you've come to like work together what have been the awesome things working together and then what have been like, okay, we need to learn how to do this. Yeah. So we'll start with the awesome <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't, I don't know which one. Okay. We'll start with awesome. So some amazing things for me have been that I kind of already hit on this, but I've had so many big dreams and aspirations for Lulu, but I can only do so much. Mm -hmm. So having Jeff come on, someone who's not an employee, someone that cares as much as this business uh, about the business as I do, has been amazing because he cares about all the numbers. He cares about if we do good or not. And so having him come on and execute things has been unbelievable. Things that I could never do and don't have time for, seeing that come to fruition because of him has been amazing. Uh, when you say like you've you've helped us grow so much that we're like almost in crisis mode right now because <laughs> we don't know how to grow this fast we don't know how to keep up with demand and the demand since he has come on has exploded it's been crazy so i'd say i definitely agree with that sentiment like it it's so hard in a business to have a partner 
right? It's it can yes. be really difficult um, when you have different ideas, and and especially when there's two of you, who wins, right? I mean, it's not like a majority rules vote, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, to have someone else that cares as much as you do, and that's incredible. And we have some amazing employees. Like oh, I, they I couldn't do it without them. They sure. literally feel like family to me. But uh, you know. The, you don't want to call one of them at two in the morning to mull over an idea <laughs> <laughs> or say, Hey, I've got an idea. Karen's got an idea. You choose. You choose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, so awkward. So it's, uh, that I think has been really great. And that was one of the, one of the big reasons why we did it was we have two fantastic opportunities. We're, we're not doing as well at either of them as we could because we're trying to hold on to both. So let's do one. And and a big part of that was how can I relieve Karen? How can we really see what Lulu can do? Um, so that, that, that's that been awesome. I would just say one more awesome thing uh, is working from home. I'm So getting back to like the family part of the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. So our three little kids, I, I love. I've always had a good relationship with them. I wouldn't say that it like needed improving. But me being able to be home and I'm with my kids until literally 10 seconds before I step in the office and then I come up for lunch and 10 seconds later I'm with my kids again and I've I really feel like those relationships have become so much stronger and so much more rewarding I know it sounds weird to say like I have a strong relationship with my 18 month old (laughs) but not at all but it really is real that's been great that has been amazing your times where I'm struggling upstairs and it's loud and everyone can hear it probably downstairs which is super humbling Jeff will come up and be like okay like what's going on do I need to help (laughs) I can just take bangs (laughs) I can just take a 10 minute break and he'll take Jude our middle little boy upstairs and just do one-on-one time for 10 minutes and get Mm -hmm. him to fall right to sleep and i'm just like oh thank you for saving me like oh that is a huge blessing and i know our kids love seeing him more and it's it's amazing so that is another huge positive perk challenges i would say uh we knew and we had discussions going in like now that we're going to be partners like we we struggle to work together even though we love each other so much like we're I think that's pretty common. But, like, we, if we're cleaning the house for an hour, we sometimes get in an argument about how we do that. We yeah. won't dive into that, but I'll just say yeah. the same thing happens <laughs> at our house. Everything that you said is nothing that I haven't felt, yeah. honestly. Like, you're not alone, and it is very tricky to work with a spouse. There's huge upsides, but there are some challenges that you face that you wouldn't otherwise when you do yeah. have separate lives, you I know, and that- separate jobs and part of it so we had discussions like this is probably going to be a test of our relationship like this is going to be a challenge but we we both agreed even though we know it's going to get harder for a season hopefully you know we'll we'll be exposed our rough edges to each other that much more but we'll we'll polish those off you know we'll we'll, we'll be forced to get better at certain things and we definitely have but I always like, I always heard ahead. people say that it gets better with time And in the beginning, it was really hard because we were having frequent conversations about how we're doing, how our marriage is doing, how are we working together. It's so hard to separate the marriage from the business. Mm. So hard. And just driving down here thinking about that question, I was like, we have had fewer and fewer discussions on it. It is getting less frequent. And like, even though it's not perfect and it's not, not hard, (laughs) it's not as hard as in the beginning. 100% we're learning how to work together we're learning how to communicate better and we're learning when to let go of things and when um there are things that we need to talk about and that shouldn't be let go and so I feel like 
yeah, we're smoothing off the rough corners of each other, and we're really realizing each other's corners. Karen no. is perfect. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, definitely not. You've got humility not. at least. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is very humble and very kind. I would. Oh, he's so nice. Yeah. The one of the tricky things I wonder if you guys can relate to this is, like before when I worked at Qualtrics, if I had a, a disagreement with a coworker. Or, you know, you, they kind of bug you. You go home to your wife and kids, and then you go to sleep, and by the time you come back in the morning, it's kind of blown over, right? It's not that big a deal. Or when you have an argument with your spouse, you, you know, you, you, you go to work all day, and you get distracted, and you come home, not a big deal. Well, doing this, it's like if there's a disagreement in the morning, it's still there at lunch, it's still there at dinner, it's still <laughs> there when you get in bed together that night. So you you don't get that like cool off period. And that's yeah. where like, it's been really important. I'll echo what Karen said. A big thing has been, uh, okay, we need to like talk through this or probably more often, like this isn't going to break the business either way. So yeah. I'm just going to like, let it go or she'll just let it go. And that, I think that's been really good. Or cause sometimes it is hard to let it go right on either side. Cause it's mm -hmm. really important to you. If it's an issue, it's important to you. Right. So, what you going back to what you were saying about here's where I'm going. This is my direction. This is your direction. And here's our goal in the middle. And we're not accomplishing it, but we're each accomplishing because <laughs> we're hard headed, you know, <laughs> a different. So sometimes me and Jeff have to say, remind each other when there's an issue, we're on the same page. We have the same goal. This is our company and we are going in different directions. So how do we line up again? Can you please explain what you're trying to do? to me again. And I'll explain what I'm trying to do. And a lot of times, Jeff says this phrase all the time, I think we're saying the same things just very differently. And so sometimes just realigning our goals and what we're trying to do and taking that time to communicate that, it saves hundreds of hours of us going in different directions. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, so I think communication is so hard, but so necessary to be on the same page and to get realigned and be like, okay, I didn't really quite understand that that's what you were saying. Let's get back on track. Ready, go. <laughs> that's something that Doug and I have been spending a lot of time uh, talking about lately is understanding and taking the time to understand. Because I'm really quick to feel like I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in business. And uh, so where Doug and I are at is he's a risk taker. He is not worried about anything. And I... I'm 100% confident 100% of the time. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's impossible. <laughs> it's not always going to work like that. So I'm kind of the skeptic and trying to keep things real, realistic. And so because of that, it's like, okay, I already know what you're going to say and want to do. But here's what I want to do. And I think it's better for these reasons. And so anyway, understanding is taking time to understand and you speak a different language Doug than I do and taking time to almost translate it into like yeah okay what does that mean for me okay yeah I can see where we're actually saying the same thing right now uh, and we've been arguing for two hours about 2 like, a.m. is not a good time thing. to have yeah. these discussions yeah. that's something else I've learned I yeah. totally agree with you and allow I think allowing each other to take stuff back right to oh, be yeah. like you know what I, I was kind of hard-headed about that, and I kind of pushed this maybe more than I actually needed to. And let me come back a little bit and step back and be like, okay, you know what? I care about buying all this fabric, but maybe not as much as 
I was really pushing for. So <laughs> can I retract that and take that back and let's get back on the same page? You know, I still care about it and this is why I care about it, but I'm now allowing you to come in and give your opinion and instead of being so closed off and work together. And I think allowing your spouse to change their mind and change what they said yeah. initially is really a good I really thing. like that. So I think for me, I'm an engineer. I really can sw switch on and off my emotions very easily. And like where we're at odds with each other one second and then I get new information and then I can just like switch it off. And it's, I'm like not mad. That but, is like, an engineer nothing, mentality. <laughs> nothing awesome. has been communicated. So like the way that you mentioned like, uh, yeah, yours is a much more eloquent and like helping Chandler understand like, look, we can just go back to this point in time where we had, like, nice mutual feelings towards each other. And then let's pick up from there. Where were your friends? It's, it's, like, confusing, I think, for her when I'm just like, oh, yeah, we're good. And you're just like, well, you were just mad at me. Yeah. Like, no, we're good now. Like, I understand. Uh -huh. I can definitely see the value in allowing yourself to get to the same place. I have a, a preamble that I often use, which is, I'm going to say something right now, and I want to reserve the right to take it back <laughs> before I even say it. Super smart. I like that. I like that a lot. So, so can I shift to the product side of things? I want to understand how you know, Karen, what to build or do next. Like, how do you decide what's the next most important thing? You mean product, like coming out with new products? Or, or iterating on the product? Or, yeah, like, that's a great point. So um, I think I've always, I haven't been perfect but I've really tried to lead with like, um, and Jeff's taught me a lot more about this since he's come on, but what sells, what do people want? Right? So when I first started Lulu, I had a little girl. So I started, um, making girl prints only mm -hmm. and, and colors. And I also sold headbands as well because all the headbands that I bought for her left marks in their head, her head, she would grow out of them. They were sized back mm -hmm. then, which it was only four years ago, <laughs> but it was like, you would buy a zero to six month headband. And then once, once they got to six months, it was too tight on their head. So then that was kind of a waste now. Right. So I started doing headbands and blankets and then for the first 18 months, and then I found out I was pregnant with a boy and I was like, well, I want to dress him too, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't really have boy stuff in the shop. So I started making top knot hats for him and started bringing, incorporating more boy colors, more boy prints, and they didn't do as well mm. um, because my following was girl moms, 100%. And so they didn't do very well, but slowly I think people started seeing, oh, this is, they offer boy stuff. And so we started incorporating that and... Um, I feel like if I ever want to test products, I put a small batch out mm. and then let my audience tell me. And I've really learned that friends and family are great <laughs> and they will tell you sometimes their opinion, but mostly they don't want to offend you and they don't want to say like, oh, it's not a good idea. But your audience will tell you, your followers will tell you on comments and it's not necessarily comments that they don't like it. It's lack of comments, right? Okay. Lack Just of no response. Silence. We silence. Sales data. Yeah. And then sales data really tells me. So there's stuff that I want to do in the shop that don't sell as well. And we've cut back. We've scaled back because we're like, mm -hmm. okay, percentage of sales. We do 10% of sales on this so this product. So this should own 10% of my time. It should own 10% of Instagram content. And yeah, it 
and then you need to focus more on this. And funny now, uh, four years in, um, boy stuff is our huge seller. <laughs> it's just what it's the stuff that we can't keep in stock. So as much as I want to buy girl stuff and florals and all that, we are buying two to three times the amount of boy stuff and gender neutral stuff because that's what our audience wants. And I would say that um, we're not buying stuff just based off what people want. It's still mm -hmm. very much me. So it's still what I would put on my baby boy. I won't go outside of the bounds. We get asked all the time to do prints with cactuses on them and other fun trendy Dinosaurs prints and footballs and... trendy prints that aren't ugly and aren't bad but it's not me and mm. i have to stay true to like i started lulu based off of what i like and prints that i like and designs that i like and i have to say i i think that's why lulu's been successful and that's and I have followers that like my style, and there's yeah. lots of people that don't follow me because they don't love my style, and that's okay. But I try to stay true even with what is selling, if that makes sense. So I, I think uh, to give Karen a little more credit here, too, in, in the idea of, like, where do you come up with your products and how do you decide to do that? Uh, Karen is, like, a baby expert. <laughs> and I know that might seem like a weird thing to say, but Karen, from the time she was, like, two, always had dolls. And then she was full-on nanny for nannying for people at the age of eight all the way through high school <laughs> and then she kids, was i would clean the oh house. my gosh everything was in order i'd reorganize their closets i was just super mom she was i just wanted very to be... underpaid as an <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. eight year old I, I still remember the families that i babysit for they'd come home and they'd be like what <laughs> but then <laughs> like, she would worked... come every day and it just was so fun for me i honestly didn't even care about the pay people would be like how much do you charge be like free <laughs> it was fun i just want to come so, so babies have been in my blood well then you worked in uh the mother baby unit in the hospital mm -hmm. and then you worked in the newborn icu so she's always been like focused on babies and i think that she she really thinks hard because she has this like creative streak in her as well of uh of uh, where do i hit pain points in being mm -hmm. a mom where are there pain mm -hmm. points with taking care of babies and she just nails those and right so now she actually has so many more ideas than we can do right now and i'm like i i think every one of those ideas is a killer idea but we can't do all of them right now mm -hmm. right yeah. we have to kind of pace ourselves yeah i think i i love empowering moms i love i, I think it's funny to me that we have these step-by-step -step tutorials on how to swaddle a baby i'm like what you don't need to know how step-by-step <laughs> -step. it's just so natural but i realize it's not natural for everyone but one thing i love about our product is that it's it's foolproof because of the stretch, you don't have to have this corner folded down first mm -hmm. and then this one over and then, oh, you forgot the bottom, so restart. It's like, no, it stretches and has so much give. And anyone can be good at swaddling and comforting their baby. And that's what is so rewarding about the product. And I love it. I love getting emails from people saying, I will never go back to the other blankets. <laughs> and we get them all the time because they're like, it's so easy and my baby's so content. And that is why I do Lulu, is making other people's lives easier and babies happier. Like really, it's for the parents, but it's really for the babies. Yeah. I love when babies are comfortable and not crying. Mm. And it's so unique and nerdy and weird, I know. <laughs> but I, I remember in the NICU, you are, when you're a nurse, you have two to three babies at a time um, that you're caring for. But if my babies were all happy and there was a baby crying in the other room, I would go over and walk to the other side and just comfort that baby because I, I couldn't stand them to be sad or crying. So that's really a lot of why we do what we do. 
I love that. It seems like it runs in your blood. <laughs> so um, speaking of babies, something that we haven't done super well with this podcast that we need to do more of is talking about the family aspect. So mm-hmm. you're building a business quite literally together, and you're also building this family. Um, what have you learned as you've you're raising these three kids together what works really well for you working together and like what has been hard for you or does that kind of just fall in line with what you do at work it just is an extension I'd say one thing that immediately comes to mind is because we both own like everything together right Mm -hmm. We, we overlap so much more than probably the average couple um you you have like a shared responsibility in everything but we've learned to start like taking turns sort of so for instance a, a couple things that are structured for us every single saturday night we do a date night nice. just without fail and that has been so huge on wednesday sometimes when you're like i need a break then we like i know saturday's coming we're gonna get that break um we don't this isn't as structured but we'll do we're very we try to be as generous as possible with like Karen I you haven't gone out in a while like go call your friends and go out for a girls night or she'll let me just go and drive around a car lot cuz I love cars it's like this weird thing <laughs> <laughs> and and so we give each other breaks yeah. <laughs> yeah but also during the day I think that uh it's one of the luxuries that we have is that you can switch and so for the most part I work like an 8 hour day and Karen probably does like a 4 or 5 hour day and then plus nine nine PM on, <laughs> but uh, the the ability to switch right like after like two hours with three little kids, you're kind of like I need to break for a second, and so that we can just switch and be like, hey, I'm I'm actually pumped to come up and be with the kids, and you're pumped to go downstairs. So that ability to like rotate, not that we do it like all day every day, but that in times that you need it, it's life saving. It's really great. Well, it's it's really nice to understand each other's roles. And I think sometimes with traditional roles, and I don't think they're bad. That's what we lived and thought we were going to live our whole life. Sometimes it still sounds really nice. It still does. Yeah, (laughs) it's still a temptation sometimes. But the dad wakes up and takes care of himself, and he goes to work, right? And he provides for the family, and he comes home, and he has dinner, and he helps, you know, do bedtime, and that's what he does, and that's great. And the mom is home all day preparing three to ten or eleven meals a day (laughs) if you have toddlers yeah and you're changing poopy diapers and wet diapers all day long i feel like that my babies are really close so i'm an exception i know but i feel like i do that a lot and you're cleaning up the house and you're doing dishes and you're doing a lot and it is very rewarding i'm not trying to paint an unpretty picture but when he doesn't see that and what you do all day, it's hard to really appreciate each other. And also, when a mom never works, too, sometimes it's hard to appreciate that your husband is out there working very hard and has stresses on him and deadlines, like you are saying at Qualtrics, and goals to hit and, like, huge goals, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of pressure. And sometimes you just don't appreciate each other enough. And so what we've done really from day one, I feel like, in our marriage is try to have equal roles and... Not that, like, because I want to be the mom. I don't want him to be the stay-at-home dad. I want to be the mom. But in the sense of, like, I don't do dishes and neither does he. We both do dishes, you know? If someone has a poopy diaper, we both offer to change it, you know? Sometimes he does bedtime and sometimes I do bedtime. But we don't assume that one of them, one of us is doing that. Does that make sense? And I think that's been really helpful to see 
each other's roles and be involved in both of the roles. And so therefore we're much more supportive of each other. And we're both working until the work is done, I think is sort mm -hmm. of the attitude. Yep. Hanging laundry. Go I hate hanging laundry. It's the worst. <laughs> it's yeah, the I worst. love laundry. That's, it's the dishes that get dug. It's we we just... tried doing them together once. We bad. tried. I think we. <laughs> we just got. We've got some strong personalities. I I I don't do well whenever I I do a job sufficient enough, and then someone else comes and redoes my job that I just finished. Yeah. A, there's this is inefficient. Like I, I want nothing to do with this process. Oh, when <laughs> we have a, oh sorry, go ahead. No, we, when we have a dishwasher, it may go a, a bit more smoothly. Yeah, we we do everything by hand. Uh, we lived yeah, without a dishwasher we, for four years. Yeah, I will never take for granted a dishwasher ever again, <laughs> because for four years we did it by hand, and Especially with when babies, you have kids and with bottles, bottles mm -hmm. sippy yeah. cups. <gasps> Oh my gosh, it's really hard. I was and like we the know dish exactly. Nazi. I'd be like, we are all, our family of four is sharing this glass tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We will refill it. <laughs> in time. You want water? It's glass. coming from this cup yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and wrap up, Doug. This has been so fun for me. Um, every interview is, so I, it feels disingenuous to say that, but it really has been fun to get to know you because this is the first time we've met. Doug, do you have any questions before I ask my last question? And uh, yeah, I usually try to predict what your question is and steal it. <laughs> so, so if you could go back in time and talk to your old selves, what advice would you give your old selves? That is a good question. That is good. Oh man. Me, I would say as much as I loved Qualtrics and and I truly did. I would have started Lulu sooner. I would have, I, as in, I would have jumped on board sooner because I think that uh, it's been great. I don't, I don't regret the decision one bit. Um, and so I, that, that's the one piece of advice I would say. And maybe, uh, and obviously this would be such a luxury to tell myself, you can calm down a little bit. It's going to work out. Like, don't be so scared. <laughs> okay, this is a hard question. But I would say that I would give myself the advice of do more things that scare you. Uh, I am very shy. I'm reserved. And I like, I don't believe in myself as much as I should, I feel like. And so I feel like if I, every time I do something that is really hard and that really scares me, like this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> or when we have to do video tutorials for Lulu, or, oh man, anything that scares me, afterwards as hard as it is doing it I'm always like that wasn't as bad as I thought and that moved the needle for us you know mm -hmm. we needed to do these things and I've held myself back for so long and so I would give myself advice to believe in myself more and be more brave because by doing hard things come really great things and it come comes a lot of growth like there's a a lot of growth by pushing yourself and doing uncomfortable things and Lulu has definitely taught me that marriage has taught me that kids have taught me that <laughs> and so that's probably what i tell myself i love that uh it's good advice for me today so um okay my last question for you is kind of twofold and i want to hear from both of you what are you most excited for in the future for your family and then for your business do you want to go first for the family i'm excited to have more kids we hope we have three but we definitely want to keep going uh 
I'm really excited to, this might sound weird, I'm excited to raise our kids and I want them to be part of the business. Mm -hmm. I think that they can learn so much by being a part of it. And luckily, I think like if your own kids work in the business, it's not technically child labor. (laughs) (laughs) uh, We won't put that up on the podcast just in case that's not how it works. Yeah. no, but I'm I'm excited for them to to learn responsibility and to learn that you just figure things out, right? If you run up against a wall, like figure it out. You can. Um, I'm excited for that. I'm gonna piggyback on that in that Olive already, even though she's four and a half. Oh, she's just trying to be important and a part of it and working hard. And she'll tell me like when we're folding blankets, she's like, "Mom, is this how you do it? Let me do it." And I'm always like, "No, Olive, it's fine." And then I'm like, "Let her do it." So every time I let her do it, she does it almost perfect. All of us in the employees are like, oh, my gosh, she's four and a half. And she she just wants to be a part of it, and she wants to accomplish things. And I think she sees that I'm excited to go to work, and I work with really good people, and I treat people with respect and kindness. And I say thank you to my employees every day. And I think she wants to feel loved, and not just that you can do that through work, but and that you can do hard things, mm-hmm. and you can accomplish things, and... She and really she shines really with that shines. sense of accomplishment. It is so sweet to see. And whether it's with the business or not, I feel like that is something really important is to involve your kids in what you do and let them know how hard you work and let them know that, hey, money doesn't just come. We work really hard and we make good decisions and that's how success comes. As far as excited for the business, um, of course we have like uh, financial goals and um, places that we want to get the business to. But I think one of the biggest things I think is we think a lot about what is the impact that we're having beyond just, you know, giving someone another baby blanket. And we think a lot about how are we using this platform that we have for a positive impact in the world. And we're really a big kick for us lately has been stepping away from technology, stepping away from screens and what can happen in your life when you're a little more present. And we've had some incredible moments with our with our children as we as we turn away from that stuff. So for an example, the other night I was laying in bed with my son Jude, who just turned three, and I'm guilty of I used to lay next to him in bed until he fell asleep, and a lot of times I'd be on my phone checking emails or whatever, and and I stopped doing that. And I he was sort of half asleep, and I said, "I, I love you, Jude." And he turned back and looked me right in the eye and said, "I love you, Dad." And I just thought I would have missed this. And, uh, and so we we really want to like encourage people, um, through our, our platform to, to enjoy those moments. Like being a parent is incredible. Having kids is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's something that we have a goal of doing. Yep. I love that. That's exciting to me. Yeah, it is exciting. And I, I've realized like I, so for the business, I would like to push instead I've I've been so product focused for the past four years and I think that's really good because I can one hundred percent stand behind our product. I think it's mm-hmm. great. And now I wanna step back now that we have product nailed. Um I mean we'll always be coming out with new things, but for the most part, now I want to step into the like the voice of our brand and what does our brand stand for? So like why do we love being parents and share that with the world, you know? And because me and Jeff really do love being parents. We love our kids. We love working hard. We love being good people. And we're always talking till 2 a.m. How can we be better? You know, we just even said on the car ride down, 
a couple ways we could improve as people, right? We're like, okay, this just happened, and I think we could probably be better. We need to do that. And Jeff was like, yep, you're dead on. And so I would really like to have a more positive voice and influence on Instagram and really try to spread good news about parenting and marriage and challenging ourselves to be better and unplugging and being more focused. So kind of piggybacking on yours. As far as family, um, I want more babies too. And I want my life to be um, keep being in balance, as, as in balance as it can be. But I would like to get Lulu to a place where I have a team of really talented people behind me and replacing at least half of my work efforts so mm -hmm. that I can be with my babies. Because, I mean, that's what we're all working for, right, is to create a dream for our family and a, a really good life for our family. And what I mean, that looks different for everyone, and it's not necessarily monetary. But I'd like to, for family, be able to have more babies and step back and really enjoy it and be with them and be focused, not have work be a distraction. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us and sharing everything that you've shared. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank <laughs> you. It's very fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. If you love the content and want to hear more, please leave a review on your podcast player and tell your friends. Special thanks to Jed Jones for the intro music. Have a great day.